0: Right, the coordinates weren't the best out of the frying pan into the fire huh pal how should i know we'd come out of hyperspace in the middle of an imperial convoy at least against these fighters we've got more of a chance
1: however slim I say that again
0: this is one life they won't soon forget wait i lost control of the remote cannons <laughs> I'm gonna have to run back and operate the aft gun manually. Stay on things here. Why well, do I don't always think that taking you home for life day is gonna be easy? Hello, what have we here? Piece of junk. <laughs> Join me and together we can listen to Wookiee of the Year.
1: <laughs> Greetings to you across the galaxy. That's right, it's Wookie of the Year. Jay-Z65000 here, also known as Justin Zeppa from the SoraPod. You know me from other shows on this very podcast. And today we have a very special episode. Uh, as we know, in this time of COVID, there is no new Star Wars film this year, which means that you're actually going to get two Wookie of the Years. We already had one earlier this year with uh, Chris Zero, the notorious bounty hunter, who had a lot of thoughts about Star Wars goings-on, as you have to have to be a part of this endeavor that we're embarked upon here. Um, But now part two, deep towards uh, the late fall, early winter, we have gathered here today, and by gathered, I mean you are listening to this and I am talking into the computer. Uh, It's a very special, we're gonna call it a one-year anniversary episode of Star Wars Episode Nine. The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm joined by a very special guest. You know her from Ula's school of Jabba's Palace dancing. You know her from that time she auditioned to be uh, Princess Amidala's, uh, Queen Amidala's uh, body double, but then she was told that she was too tall. She's coming to us live via hologram from the planet of Naboo and she's wearing a very powerful, rebellious poncho right now. It's my sister, my space sibling. We call her Dr. Crime. She is Carolyn Nowrose. Sister, welcome to the program.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah,
1: it's great to have you. I should also say, you may know her from uh, Dr. Judy's show. You were recently on a different podcast, which I believe is called Uh, Dr. Judy says, get out of your own way and live your best life, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. No,
2: it's Dr. Judy's supercharged life. And yes, uh, very very opinionated about uh, relationships and getting out of your own way.
1: (laughs) You guys gave a lot of great advice on that mailbag episode. I listened to it and I learned a lot. Mostly about you guys, but... (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's always a fun time with Judy.
1: For yeah. Sure. Doctor, We love Dr. Judy, of course. And you yeah. two are a gruesome twosome, but right now you are focused. Well, I mean, as focused as you can be considering the times in which we live, of course. Of course. It should go without saying. But you you wanted to talk about this today. Oh, We yeah. should just put uh, right out Thank there. You, you were okay. excited to talk some wars with your big bro. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm so excited about that. Now, before we get into your your Star Wars journey and all that, let's just set the table here for our listening audience. You recently rewatched all of the uh, the nine saga movies, or no, I'm sorry, the eight saga movies.
2: Yes, I watched the How did this happen? Um, So, yeah, I mean, obviously this is a weird year. There's been a lot of telecommuting. um, Then there was a quarantine at my house. Uh, It was the perfect time to sit down, and I'm a huge fan of all the Sauropod shows. So this was a great opportunity to uh, present to you what I'd like to do, which is rewatch them all. I still have not seen The Last Jedi. Well,
1: this is the other the grabber for the episode. Rise of
2: Skywalker, right? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, not yeah. seen that one. So, I figure let's capitalize on that and I'll I'll rewatch all of them except that one and we can do a pre and post.
1: Right. You know? And that's So, welcome to the pre episode. We're talking with a human being right now who has not <laughs> seen the final installment of the Skywalker saga. I don't know how that happened because I mean I've talked I to can your boys. tell you how.
2: I can tell you how. And that <laughs> okay. is because uh, by the time I was going getting around to like okay, I'm going to go see it in the theater, the pandemic hit. I get everyone saw it at Christmas, you know. Yeah, there's
1: many many months after.
2: Many months after but it was still in theaters. It just wasn't, you know, wasn't a rush. It was busy with stuff. So then I was like I'm going to go see it and uh yeah, pandemic hit. So you're then normal, at that point,
1: healthy human being and you have real life things to worry about. <laughs>
2: Is,
0: yes.
1: Yeah, um, okay. You know, jobs, animals. Yeah, the family. family. Right. Yeah, sure. Of course. This makes sense. Yes. But now you're ready. You're all geared up and you're ready. i so geared. So, and I'm glad,
2: I'm glad I've am rewatched them all because frankly, I needed that refresher. Not from the, you know, the ones we grew up with sitting in front of the TV with our footy pajamas on, watching the original three or the mm-hmm. ones that came out when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. But uh I needed a refresher on the new ones for sure because I had only seen each one of those once each of the two. So it was like, oh okay. that happened?
1: Uh, oh okay.
0: That
2: happened?
1: Let's let's go back to the beginning here. Where do you remember your journey starting?
2: I remember my journey starting on the f- laying on the floor next to you I think in our Fowlerville house mm-hmm. watching I think my earliest member was the actual, uh, the big four-legged stormtrooper, like Empire. What are those called? The- yeah,
1: the AT-AT walker.
2: The AT, yes, okay. Yeah. So that that is like burned in my brain uh, from a 1980s television.
1: <laughs> from yeah, we're my talking very deep, deep 1980s deep, at this point. Deep
2: yeah. 1980s, and actually, we didn't. I'm I was under the age of five.
1: You must have been, yeah. You would have had to have been, yeah. So
2: I think some of my very earliest memories
1: uh, are actually of Star Wars. Yeah, same here. It's just always been around. So we never really had that moment of like going to the theater and seeing the original ones. They were just always around. And they were always on. And we always rented them
2: yes yes and And i think you've talked about you know that our uncles had like you know millennium falcon and they had some of the action figures and like i definitely remember so being that much younger than them and being uh that generation that was if we just grew up with it basically being imprinted upon our brains
1: exactly and i mean i i seem to recall so so our dad's younger siblings were of just the right age to be... Of
2: which there were many.
1: Of which there were <laughs> many, yeah. Of several dozen, as far as I last count. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they were all of the right age to have had the first wave, original gangster experience of the Star Wars. So they had all the toys, which were later passed on, I think, to our cousins, Keith and Marshall, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I believe and that's so. where I think we did most of our playing with them would be over oh, at yeah. their house. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been a part of... Uh, of everything it's just always been there because it's not like like a like a one-off experience or anything like they were just on we just watch them like we had return of the jedi on video and we just i just remember watching that tape into the ground
0: yeah i think that video also
1: had um, mary martin's peter pan and also some donald duck cartoons that were really good like that was a great tape
2: I mean, I think about my childhood, and I, I've talked to some uh, women who are, you know, a, a gen, like not a full generation, but they're in their 20s. I'm in my 30s, they're in their 20s. They did not grow up with it the way that we did from the 80s. And I also think that the ones without older brothers are like lacking this influence of uh, some of what I think are the classics like Star Wars, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah. Those are the those three are like pillars of 80s. Theory, uh, like, yeah. Right? Exactly. You got to have it. So it's
0: sure. it's
2: interesting to talk to people that don't have that as their sort of um, central tent poles of their movie experiences.
1: Yeah. That is, it's a, it's strange. I mean, now it's so strange now because it's been back in circulation and they've been making new ones And now it's just commonplace to find new Star Wars all over the place. You know, like, I just remembered today, there's a new episode of The Baby Yoda Show that I haven't watched yet. I got to get caught up on what Baby Yoda's up to, you know?
2: I mean, The Mandalorian, The Baby Yoda, I just, I can't uh, keep up with it. Working a full-time job and having a career, I just, it's like... I want to keep up with it. Um, and it's also interesting, obviously with uh, the stepsons to see them get into it and how they, and I love it when they tell me these like things about the old movies and I'm like,
1: I know. Yeah, I know. I got it. Right.
2: <laughs> I know because I was there. Like
1: you're yeah. telling
2: yeah. me like it's a brand new thing. It's 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 hilarious. One and and two I'm like I remember the movies before they had all of the nice fancy explosions in them. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember when the bad ones were in the theater because I went to see them. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and okay, I did so we're getting a little sneak
1: preview why. on your takes here. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> so in during that time then we're talking 80s early 90s no Star Wars going on like new Star Wars you just have the old ones you've Rewatching got also
2: got the old ones knowing every adventure
1: with Sindel Sindel yeah. and Wicket um yeah. they used to play those on the Disney Channel all the time yes, you so were probably too Wicket. young to have seen the cartoons I would imagine
2: I don't remember the cartoons.
1: Yeah. You're not missing anything. You're fine. <laughs> no, and I'm not going to rewatch those. That was about it. Then you go to MGM studios and you go on star tours yep. and that's it. That's all that's available to you. If you like that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that we got our little, we got our little real life fix those trips to Disney World. Mm-hmm. and, and that was really it, but there was no new stuff. It was really just replaying the, the three originals.
1: Right. So, okay. So you rewatched. Where did you watch your? Do your thing. Is it was it Disney Plus? Did you do those versions? I did.
2: I uh, okay. I love my Disney Plus. Okay. I'm a very satisfied customer. Of course. <laughs> um,
1: As are we all. Yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, thank God for Disney Plus. Right before the pandemic is all I, I know. can say. It's <laughs> like,
1: well, I guess I'll watch Blank Check again.
2: Yeah. Um, actually, I, oh, Murphy, come here.
1: Murphy, edit the, the wiki, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's fine.
2: <laughs> edit, edit the wiki out. Um, <laughs> I, I will say not only did I enjoy my Star Wars on Disney+, Plus, but um, really early in the pandemic uh, I was a big fan of uh, Wicked Tuna because it was the least stressful TV I could find because there was no more Great British Baking Show episodes, so I started from the beginning and watched people fish.
1: Okay. Now, are these... I'm going to guess that they're Bostonites, maybe? Wicked they, Smart Tunas?
2: Wicked Smart Tunas from Gloucester, Massachusetts. From Gloucester.
1: Okay, of course. Yeah, And yeah. then
2: they had a new uh, series, a, 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 a twin series in yep. the Outer Banks. So.
1: Okay so and this was on uh, the net geo section of disney yes. plus is that a, okay i got you got you got you both
2: both david and i got really deep into wicked tuna if i watched an episode <laughs> without him he would be like why why did you watch without me i'm like this is like <laughs> Great, a get caught ago. up on wicked tuna man <laughs> exactly. So the pandemic has screwed with all of our TV viewers. It's
1: been a weird time. Let's face it; it's been a weird time. When was the? When would you say would be the last time you purposely sat down to watch these? Because I know they're on all the time because the boys are watching them or whatever. But like you've had to sit and focus and pay attention to this space saga about this boy and his robots and his old man friend.
2: Yeah. So. To be honest with you, I think, other than yes, it's on on in the background when the kids watch it, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's almost a decade since I really sat down and watched it myself and engaged with it in a thoughtful manner. Mm -hmm. So it certainly was very interesting to see what, uh, you know, stood the test of time, I should Mm -hmm. say, uh, as well as... Questions that I have um, when we get to that point about why certain choices were made,
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. and why
2: why the screenwriters themselves didn't explore other options.
0: Hmm. Hmm. So yes, some curious. of those
2: things, obviously, uh, as an as an adult person that's lived some life that you know writes themselves, although not mm-hmm. that kind of writing anymore. But I'm sort of like, but why? Why, why would you make that choice?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there are a lot of moments like that.
2: Yes. So did uh, you
1: watch them? What? Which order did you watch them in? Did you go by release date or saga night? I went
2: by release date because okay, I, yeah. I think that was, I don't know if that's really what George Lucas intended. I think sometimes he just kind of did those three. I get it. You know, it started with, episode four, I understand. He might have had this big plan, uh, but I felt like release date because that's how we were first introduced to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that moment, especially when Vader is like, Luke, I am your father, only has the impact when you watch it in release order. Yeah,
1: Right, the most important part of all the movies, (laughs) when Luke finds out that Darth Vader's his daddy, it's yes. is completely ruined by.
2: If you watch them in numerical order.
1: Why would anybody do it? Why would you do it? It doesn't make any. So
2: release date was uh, also. I was trying to go back to it with fresh eyes, and I was like, the release date's the way to do
1: it. For sure. Now, before we get into the like the movie by movie thing what's your take on the current state of what we get to see officially at this point because it's basically the the version that came out in 1997 that has all the dinosaurs in the background is the big joke so
2: i am not a big fan of all of those additions into the originals i don't mind having the nice explosions but outside of that give me the original films and the original special effects because I think they actually had to be more creative because they didn't they couldn't just go in and CG everything they had to choose shots based on what they could physically do with a model or within filming in the 1970s basically
1: and then they decided hey we can CG anything and everything and everything we're not really good at it yet but we think we are so we're gonna do a lot of it and for some reason we think that this very popular franchise uh that has somehow maintained interest many years after it was last released to the world we need to really mm, change it to bring people in we need to add things that don't make any fucking sense we need to make you know Give me give me two dinosaurs. You know what, give me five dinosaurs in the oh. background or whatever it is. But exactly. I we it, need to figure it out. It
2: seems like very needless additions. Visually, you don't need them. I think there's something to be said for the originals and the creativity that they use to make those movies at the time.
1: So we got so so George Lucas is still alive. Why not give him a hot like a project? Like, hey George, here's the deal. We gotta take all this extra shit out of here except for the fixes to make things look a little bit nicer. You don't need five dinosaurs. Pick one dinosaur. And you can keep it. And we'll redo everything. We've got the money. We've got billions, George. And and we'll just make the spaceships look as good as they can look. And I mean, they're so good at doing what he wanted to do back then now, like like television shows look as good, like, look better than those movies, you know? Like, it's... Yes. It's crazy. So we need to do that because... Th- these being the official ones and having the stupid da- dance sequence in Jabba's palace and all of that uh, i didn't
2: it. need that i didn't actually i it. do have a note when i was taking notes oh, uh, very I have a good. Note <laughs> about that hold on let me that was return of the jedi uh, you are truly
1: your brother's sister very good
2: <laughs> i this is i start out my notes for return of the jedi with green lightsaber high gloss equestrian dress boots and gold bikinis <laughs>
1: Yeah. What more could you ask for?
2: What more could I ask for
1: in Mm -hmm.
2: a movie? Yeah, that whole dance sequence, the additional dance sequence, don't need it. Oh, it's terrible. At all. It it. adds nothing.
1: It's just the worst. It's terrible. So for
2: me, Screenwriting 101, if it's not upping the tension or or giving me a plot point, why is it in there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. Why is... Jabba, in the first movie, in the scene, the terrible, uh, snipped Han Solo, walking over the tail thing, saying the exact same thing that we already just heard in the bar, and also ruining the big reveal for Jabba the Hutt, this dude we've heard about for two movies, in the third movie. It's the worst. It's the worst. This Correct. is not new, I understand, but this is it's still the worst.
2: It also ruined, uh, that particular scene ruined Jabba's power or his scary factor, because he's... Out and about, and kind of Han Solo's fear of him is not really as present in that particular interaction outside of the Millennium Falcon in that first movie. I did Mm -hmm. not like that addition either. I have notes about that one too. My
1: Jabba is a fat puppet sucking on a hookah in the shadows. Correct. While some (laughs) groovy space tunes are played in the background.
2: (laughs) Exactly. That is Jabba.
1: Yeah. Uh, So let's. uh, Phase One: Star Wars Episode Four slash Just Call It Star Wars: A New Hope. Yeah. Now it's for me. This is a it's a weird one because it's like it's the classic. It started everything, but I also sometimes feel like it's borderline unwatchable. How did you feel this time around with fresh, modern eyes?
2: I actually really enjoyed it. I felt like I was. I had a different connection with Luke as an older person, mm-hmm. and this want to get off of Tatooine. Right. Um, I also had those moments that he sounds a little whiny, mm-hmm. and then immediately in my head, I was like, "Oh, Anakin Skywalker, you were so whiny." <laughs> yeah.
0: were so whiny. <laughs> so it must be a family thing. Mm-hmm. That's all I can think. Mm-hmm. It
2: must be a family thing. Um, but I appreciated the roughness of it you know, even from the costumes and sort of knowing that like some of those shots with like the sand people and sort of how that was all working. um, It it did still hold up for me. I did not find it unwashable. I found it entertaining. I Mm -hmm. found, um, I I love Han Solo. I made I always loved Han Solo, but I loved him even more because he's just such a, fun cowboy and I also liked some of the touches that maybe I hadn't caught as a kid that now as an adult person and that like, you know, Han Solo's got the tall equestrian, he almost looks like, um, uh, what am I thinking of, like a guy from like the cavalry in like Custer's army with his like navy blue pants with the yellow stripe down the side and he's got yeah. the equestrian boots on and the vest and the shirt, like he has kind of uh, an old west feel with his hip holster and mm-hmm. like with a thigh mm-hmm. holster, like that whole thing in space. So I liked those choices. I don't know if they intended to do that, but I liked that about him. And I liked that Luke had that innocence. I really feel like watching them all together, I was like, oh, wow. By the second film, you're like, Luke has aged. Some definitely matured through those films, as, as Luke did as well, as did Leia. Han kind of stayed the same, but he I felt like was the grown up out of them. Yes. In that first movie. Um, and I also love that Princess Leia wasn't whiny. She was decisive. She was spunky. She was kind of in your face about things. And I love that about her.
1: They break her out of jail and she takes charge immediately. She grabs the gun. She starts killing. She's like, oh, just go. Let's go. Follow me. Let's go. Exactly,
2: exactly. I'm like, yeah, this is the kind of female role model I grew up with was a princess Leia, who was not a princess that's waiting to be saved. She was basically like, thanks for breaking me out. Now do what I say.
1: Right. Yeah. And they're like, okay. I think the success of that movie really rests on the three of them, the power mm-hmm. trio and the commitment they have towards this very silly movie that they are making. Like just the oh, fact that absolutely. like Harrison Ford calling Chewbacca chewy and saying it with a straight face is like the it's the goofiest thing. You take it out of context and you see it and you're like, Yeah, that makes like he really loves this guy named Chewie, this walking carpet. It must have
2: been very weird to make these movies. And I, I mean, I've watched the interviews and I, you know, I've seen wishful drinking and obviously no bras in space. (laughs)
0: Right.
2: Um, But like to have those serious moments, you got cinnamon rolls on the side of your head. Yeah. And no bra, by the way. (laughs) Uh, No, they
1: were were taped down. They were uh, were taped down. Yeah, no jiggling in the empire. Yeah, of course. But,
2: it is amazing that they they acted and made it believable and did it in a way that we're still talking about it decades later. And it's yeah. something that these are like central figures in our lives as adult people.
1: And, it, and it's really all three of them are are totally dedicated towards making this seem as realistic and earnest as possible. And that's what it would take for that to be successful
2: having watched all of them other than the last one uh now in a in a short like in a week i watched all of them Mm -hmm. i have to say that i think that that magical interaction between the three originals is what's missing from every other film
1: yes i'm inclined to to capture
2: it but the the rest of them never went really went on an adventure with all of them all together
1: yes And I would say that seeing those three again in the later movies are what make those so successful for me anyway, is to see, Yeah. you know, like, oh, really? Harrison showed up, huh? He showed up and he put the jacket on and he said the stupid lines and he said it with a straight face as earnestly as possible. Like, I love it. It's great.
2: Absolutely. I I honestly feel the only person that I felt was a little stilted by their character as an adult was leia right. she was wonderful she was exactly what she needs to be she also if the character matured that's totally how she would be anyway in terms mm-hmm. of um needing to stay the course mm-hmm. but i wish i could have gotten uh, a sassy pants princess leia moment that i felt like poe was giving us
0: in right
1: the later And I think, you know, that was the original plan before she passed away was that she was going to get that last movie and it was going to be her movie, basically. Yes. So it's... uh, I feel like
2: that, you know, I I haven't seen it yet, but I feel, I know that that's coming and I'm like, I think that I'm going to be missing that. I I My anticipating is that I'm probably going to be missing that.
1: Yeah. Is it, did you find it, you know, watching it now, it's one of these things where it's like... If you were going to try to get somebody into these movies, maybe... Like, I guess you got to start there. But also, it's such a weirdly paced movie. It starts really slow. And it's mostly just robots walking around in the desert. It's like a weird, dirty yes. art film.
0: It's in very a, in
1: 70s. It's so strange. It's, it's a bizarre its, movie.
2: It's of its time. But I then think about like Planet of the Apes.
0: Yes. And like
2: other movies from that particular time period. I mean... Yeah. This is what they were doing. It was Coppola. It was Lucas. It was Scorsese. Like it it was kind of just like dirty films.
1: Right? Yeah. And this was a very, this is one of the dirtiest movies I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. uh, But I will say, but I I still enjoyed it. Basically, I was there for the ride. I totally enjoyed it. I loved the characters. Um, Yes, it was weird pacing. Uh, Alec Guinness is is great. Um, it is interesting having the knowledge, watching it now as an adult person, but like knowing what's upcoming and sort of like oh the you know mm. interesting to watch some of those scenes between Alec Guinness and Mark Hamill and when they're sort of talking about Luke's father and the lightsaber and
0: mm-hmm.
2: in that movie it seems like the and I think truly those first three films the Jedi's. A Jedi Knight is not like the Jedi Order that it becomes in the middle films or in the early day films. It seems like it's far more like I don't know, like a hippie smoking pot out in the woods. Like you're a Jedi Knight, not this religious order that it becomes when yeah. they re- revisit this story.
1: It's, it's weird to think back to before all of that stuff became involved and they were all wearing the Brown robes and they all had bad haircuts and they were all yes. talking this mumbo jumbo. Of Cause yeah, I mean, my impression back in the day was that like, okay, so Jedi are so rare. Cause everybody's just sort of anytime they're mentioned, people are uh, treat them as myth, right? When the reality yes. is it was like 20 years earlier or something like that.
2: Exactly. So that it, wouldn't, it, it couldn't in just one generation be such a myth. If they were so in control and such a big part of law and order, basically yeah. in the galaxy, there's no way in a generation they'd, forget about that.
0: Yeah, the
1: it make, making it a big like 10,000 person cult or whatever makes it such a like bureaucratic kind of shitty like I just remember thinking like oh there must have been like 5 jedi like forever for the entire yeah. galaxy or something, yeah. you know. And they're super powerful like wizards. Exactly. You know.
2: Exactly. That not- was always my impression. Uh, so watching this again, that was something that I just kind of noted in terms of like the way they talked to it. No wonder we thought that way. Because that's what we grew up with. And we grew up hearing it was more of like uh, an untouchable thing. It was not um, a well-organized thing.
1: Yeah. So and they, they sum well, it up. Yeah. Alec Guinness sums it up so nicely when he describes the force in that first scene at his house. When he gives Luke the lightsaber. And it's like three perfect lines or whatever it is. And you get it like you don't need anything. And, they, you know, they have the nice the music cue in the background and everything. And it feels mystical and powerful. And all that shit's taken away when you watch those
0: prequels. <laughs> like I needs, know. I know. It wipes um, it out.
2: And I will say that Empire Strikes Back really held up for me. That was always my favorite growing up because I totally wanted a Tauntaun. I mean, of course, of course. <laughs> But it really held up because I'm like, oh, this is where all the great lines are. This movie where it's like, Luke, I am your father. I love you. I know. Like it had so many of the great interactions. And I love Lando Calrissian.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's amazing. Everything he
2: says. I I felt like they like hit their stride in Empire Strikes Back. They definitely, it was a tighter movie. Mm -hmm. We knew the characters. We knew going in. Um, They, you know, ramped up that tension with with Han and Leia in such a great way. And you felt like their friendship and dedication to one another was solidified.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Even when Luke was on his own separate journey, that urge for him to go back and that loyalty to his friends at the end... That is what makes that tree. it just solidifies the fact that like, oh, they are so good in the first movie and we, we love this, this threesome going on. It's even better in the second one. Yeah. And, and then by the time you get to Return of the Jedi, you're like, oh yeah, you know, the gang's all back together and we're gonna go save Han. And, you know, I mean, clearly so much of the uh, impulsion of these movies is the relationship of those three.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, everything
2: else is going on. I get it. You know, it's parentage, it's politics, it's everything else. But it's they're telling that all of that external stuff and not really paying attention to it because you're just caring about the relationship of your three main characters.
1: It's about friends forever. It is. Get those guys some it buddy is. bands, you know, like they just exactly. want to be friends.
2: Exactly, uh, in calmer times, you know, when there's not wars going on. And I will say, Luke definitely had some whiny moments, like, oh, it's impossible. There's a lot of moments <laughs> yeah, yeah, from of Luke in that, but it's fine, you know, it wasn't super annoying. You still really care about Luke. And, you know, those. I guess they were like acting choices, maybe they are directing choices for all that I know, but um, it's really, the loyalty really shines through. I mean, he was in the first movie, they were going to save Leia or Luke wanted to save Leia um, because basically he saw a pretty hologram.
1: Yeah. Great point. Just like (laughs) a girl.
0: Oh
2: yeah. yeah. Where in this one it was like, you know, I need to go save my friends.
1: Yeah. He's found something to fight for. He's involved in this cause. He's found a place for himself that he knew, he always felt that there was somewhere else for him to be and he's found a great place to be where he's surrounded by like-minded people.
2: And Han's world has expanded as well because it seemed like it was just him and Chewie and he very much cares about Luke. Right. And that bond, brother from another mother, totally works in Empire Strikes Back. Like, clearly that was developing in the first one. The second one, you're like, oh, it's there. And like, Leia makes it all because she's like
0: the icing on the cake mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and we were yeah. of course we were texting earlier about this but you know Empire works because fucking Lawrence Kasdan wrote that screenplay no. take, yeah. take the keys away from George I know I just said we should give George the keys back to fix his things but uh, maybe we don't get George maybe we get Larry Kasdan I, I don't know
2: I, I truly, and we, I think have talked about this when, like back when we were in high school, when the bad ones came out about what, what was he, do- what was he doing? What was he thinking? Oh, George. Yeah. Why? <sighs> and I've said it since too, where I'm like, I, did the Jedi become some like, religious order where they couldn't marry and they couldn't have kids because you don't know that at all from the first ones.
1: No, no.
2: You're just like, my dad was a Jedi knight and obviously his son is talking about him. There's no like, oh no, Jedi can't marry. That's (laughs) not ever talked about in the original three. We don't know that till we get to the new ones. Mm -hmm. And all I can think is like, I'm sorry, George, were you just like Really upset at your divorce, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm alone. The Jedi are going to be alone too. Because that was never talked uh, about. In I the think original that book.
1: might be a part of it. That wouldn't surprise me.
2: I, you know, so uh, some of those things that they like, why did they make that choice? Why did it have to be like they're monks? I don't did get he, it.
1: Did he do it to amplify? the luke i am your father part do you think like maybe he thought well it's pretty subtle so i think maybe if we made it so jedi can't have any babies when he finds out that he's a baby of a jedi it'll be extra effective i feel like he doesn't understand what makes his own movies work
2: i would agree with you (laughs) even yeah there are just some choices um with the, I mean, if you're ready to move to the new ones, we can, I mean, I, I
1: <laughs> okay, but, so tell me, give me your, give me your, uh, your quick take on, on uh, Return I, of the I, Jedi. I'm going over
2: my notes to yeah. make sure I haven't, um, missed it. Oh, okay. So Return of the Jedi, before we leave to go to the bad ones, before we leave the We're good just racing ones to, to get to the bad ones. <laughs> um, I will say that I did like the introduction of the Jedi mind trick. It's the first time we see. Well, no, we see without Guinness, but like we see Luke do
1: it when Luke does it. Yeah, it's cool. You know, because you don't cool. know what's up with Luke. Is he evil? Like, what's going on? He's wearing. He's wearing black. He's in a hood. Oh my God.
2: That all the outfits in this one. I want all the outfits. Oh, he in looks them. awesome. Yeah, he looks fantastic. The green lightsaber. The I green mean, lightsaber. Just, yeah, uh,
1: and I
2: also felt like Return of the Jedi became very Shakespearean
1: interesting okay tell me more the
2: drama where i feel like the first two are buddy films
1: okay yes
2: return of the jedi is like shakespearean drama it is i mean even the lightsaber fight scene at the end and it's like whoa whoa the music with it and the sabers going and Mm -hmm. you know i mean luke is so entrenched in defeating this and you know a battle between father and son it's epic it's like it's like you know something from like richard the 3rd
1: yeah yeah it's awesome
2: it's that level of drama and then of course then we have like the reveal of Leia being his sister and Leia figuring that out and Han being in the dark and I love that the audience knows but Han doesn't know Yeah, so kind of like forces Han's hand to be like but I I love you I mean fine you know just he it's great for all of them in so many different ways but it does move from being so like buddy films to like these big, epic family dramas, which are totally Shakespearean.
1: It's weird that you know, if <laughs> for an audience of kids anyway, it, I mean, it's it really does show that, like, you don't have to have, like it doesn't have to be the fucking Godfather, right? Because, like, we find out about, uh, you know, Luke and Leia, our brother and sister, like, they have that little chat at the tree fort, right? On Endor. Yeah. And it's yeah. one scene and that's it. They're just, they're just standing around talking and that's it. Yeah. And you get the information yeah, and and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Of course it makes sense. Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, and, it's not um, handled
1: like artfully, but it doesn't need to be either because you're dealing with larger themes.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, and I, I, I think that that one really holds up because it moves us through a lot of different worlds and they're done very well. Um, it's that return to Tatooine, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's saving their friend. It's the reveal of Luke with his new po- newfound powers. Yep.
1: Getting the gang yeah. back together.
2: Yeah. I understand that um, Carrie Fisher was like basically anorexic to look that good in that gold mm-hmm. bikini. Mm-hmm. Setting unrealistic standards for herself and every other <laughs> woman out there. Um, but she looks, she looked great. She also would have been fine if she was heavier. She would have looked beautiful. Um, of course. You know, but... I Yeah, I mean, I think that fight scene at the end with Luke and and Vader and with the Emperor just like...
1: The Emperor, right? Like, how good is Ian McDermott as the Emperor? (laughs)
2: He's so good. But that whole, I'm just like, oh, this this is your payoff moment right here for the grand scale. It's not the TIE fighters fighting and trying to destroy things. It's Luke needs to destroy Vader and then we need to destroy...
1: Yeah. Emperor. The And the Emperor, I mean, like, that's, it's such a nuanced performance. I love, and I'm haunted by the way he kind of walks down those stairs from his throne, his space oh, throne, yeah. and he's got his little uh, kind of, like, claw-like paws sort of just yes. just sort of hanging limply in the cuffs of his dark robes. You know, it's just like, God, you are so evil, aren't you?
2: Look at yeah. you. Oh, my God. You're disgusting. God.
1: Yeah. You're disgusting. Yes. <laughs>
2: But I one of the things that really pissed me off about the remake of of or the not remake, but remastering of, oh, Return of okay, the yeah. Jedi was fucking young Anakin. Can I swear on this show? Fucking young Anakin.
1: Oh, you don't At like it, end. huh? Okay.
2: No, I don't like it because and I think it's also my aversion to I'm sorry, Hayden Christensen, Christian and What the fuck is it? Hayden name?
1: Christensen, yeah, yeah. Hayden Christensen, okay.
2: I hear, I hear he lives on a farm in Ontario, so I don't mean anything against him personally. Mm-hmm. I think he actually had some moments now watching it as an adult where I was like, I like your performance. I didn't totally hate it, mm-hmm. but seeing him in that one, and I, I read why I had to look it up. I was like, what the heck did they do that? <laughs> so I went and I looked it up and they were like, yeah. well, they wanted Anakin to return to when he was good, not when he was old and bad. And I was like, It would have made more sense if they had Ian McGregor instead of Alec Guinness.
1: If you were going to do it like this. uh,
2: Then give me, if you're going to give me young Anakin, give me me hottie Ian McGregor too.
1: Well, the other thing is like, Isn't he, isn't Darth Vader redeemed at the end when he takes the helmet off and, you know, like they have this very teary, you know, another like epic moment that as a kid, you know, like just epic moment after epic moment, you know, you have the huge lightsaber battle, you got thrown, chucking the emperor down the the tunnel, and then you've got the dragging the the body and taking the helmet off. I mean,
2: each of these movies, of course, has their uh, three acts very nicely, Mm -hmm. but as a set of movies. They are a great
1: uh, three acts. That's why you can't just choose one. They're all great yeah. for their own reasons, their own specific yes. role that they play in telling the, the bigger story.
2: Yes, exactly. So, I mean, and that's something that I can't say about the other ones.
1: Shall we get into the other ones?
2: Yeah. All so, because right. we were Let's already start with the Phantom
1: Menace. Let's yeah. get into it. You remember oh. it very oh, vividly yeah. as I do, I'm sure, like at the time. My-
2: yeah. Uh my notes go as as thus. Now we get political, not just good versus evil. Jar jar. No. <laughs> <laughs> And then i get into my questions <laughs> why did they decide to make anakin so young why couldn't he have been a teenager or 20 like luke was it's so awkward was it a marketing ploy for younger audiences think of the plot possibilities if he had been older with ten- then the tension with obi-wan would have been uh intensified mm-hmm. the whole qui-gon as uh the pseudo father to both would have been more intense with an older anakin
1: yeah, great point. Hey, we I should mean, hire you to, to write a Star Wars. You would do it I better know, than right? George Lucas. But, tr-
2: but truly, why did they choose to make him young? Because it like there are so many other things plot-wise that would have worked better if he had been older. Not only the, the whole Padme romance, mm-hmm. but just why why did they go young because Jedi aren't trained young? Like that was never, so they're training Luke as an adult. Like, we don't know that as an audience. Why don't you just right. have, you know, a 16, 18 year old, you know, yeah, great just put I mean, Hayden Christensen in from the beginning.
1: Right, start start there. Start yeah.
2: there and, and have that be a more interesting, better acting, frankly, because that kid, oh my God,
1: no. Uh, be nice to Jakers. He did the best he could. He's just a little boy. He d- He does okay. Oh. He's given some stupid shit to say. That's not his He's fault. He's given
2: very stupid shit to say.
1: Yippee! Yippee! Yeah, all right. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, it just, uh, yeah. The things that they introduce in this movie that just really make me scratch my head um w- you know one that jedi are now this religious order and can't marry two that jedi have to be trained from like three years old and up. like they have to start as three-year-olds i'm like what are you a ballet company like everyone has to start when they're three like yeah, I, I lived right. in that world but why the question is why uh and two uh, or i should say that was the second point. and and three Shouldn't we want to know more about the midi-chlorians and how they can have an immaculate conception?
1: It's just all, all totally unnecessary. All. Of it. I
2: mean, why do we have to make it a Judeo-Christian movie?
1: <sighs> Is that how you perceive it? That's interesting. I perceive Let's it as it that,
2: that. it's very, like, Jesus complex. Like, immaculate conception... The the chosen one, the one that's gonna you know bring the balance to good versus evil, blah 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 blah. All of a sudden, it became like super like religious undertones, and I think that's also because all of a sudden the Jedi are supposed to be like monks.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think that certainly colors it. I would argue, I would push back a little bit just to say that those are like larger themes that go through all religions, I suppose. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily Judeo-Christian. I mean, it's the same thing Oh, as no, I mean, we
2: could go back to Zoroastrianism and yeah, you name it. Like, please,
1: let's do it, yeah. Let's do uh,
2: it. Let's,
0: <laughs> I mean, clearly,
2: the 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 Jesus story was one take on the same story that's been told throughout a bunch of previous
1: religions. Yeah, it goes back to Osiris and all that, you know?
2: Yes, I understand that. That's, that's like mm. a common theme but it just it sort of smacked as like in you know the the western world that i'm coming from i'm like sure like it
1: it gets a little extra holy in a way that again like you you throw you build so much dogma around this thing that was very like you say like all right somebody smoked a joint and started thinking about the universe and that was the force the end you know like that's all you need (laughs)
0: So it's I'm saying,
2: you... like, just be some hippie in the woods being that's... like, it's all connected. Right. It's yeah. all connected. I mean... Can you feel like, it? if you need to If you need to smoke pot to feel that way, that's cool, man. I personally, like, I'm more like, I go outside, I'm with dogs, I'm with my horse. Like, it's all connected. You
0: get it, right. Um, yeah. I get Circle it. Circle of life.
2: Circle of life, absolutely. Uh, not quite sure why it had to be such a, a codified... Um training schedule. Yeah, it just it, it was like all of a sudden it went from being a backwater bunch of films from various weird points of the galaxy to like we're in Coruscant, we're in We're which is like a like clearly a well-developed society, mm-hmm. which looks strangely like the city in the book DinoTopia.
1: DinoTopia, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like
2: they, like, stri- like straight. Did they use the same artist? I am not
1: sure. But Naboo there's was like. There's a story behind that. Either either they wanted to use him.
0: In
2: I mean, in Crete, that book. Said, I loved that book. It has great art. I mean, and it's so. I loved that particular. I think there's another.
1: The, i think he uh, may have sued them over that actually because it is so close like the domes and all that it's all so close to that
0: correct. book
2: correct um i wouldn't be surprised if he did because i even remember seeing that the first time and thinking the same thing like this is just like dinotopia yeah um but yeah i mean so all of a sudden we're we're not in tatooine anymore we're not and on hoth or endor which are all different natural, very, uh, I would say non-developed. And -hmm. I don't want to say that in a bad way. It's fine that they're not developed. civilizations. There's nothing going
1: on in Hoth. There's a bunch of Tauntauns. (laughs) A bunch of Tauntauns
2: and that, you know, like the, the snowman, the abominable snowman. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Um, so, but now we're catapulted into this earlier time where things were really advanced and, you know, like the government of the galaxy. I guess that's what I mean by like, okay, now we're political. Now we're seeing like, you know, behind the curtain of what led up to this, but it's almost like it's too refined.
1: Yeah. I mean, save it for the novelization. I don't need this shit in my star Wars movie. Uh, Where's the sword fight? You know, let's, let's do this.
2: I also want to mention that of course, I remember you playing the pod racing
1: Loved it. it. Best part of the entire right. experience, yeah.
2: That is 20 minutes of bullshit. Un- Thank you
1: very Necessary, much.
2: Unnecessary, unnecessary bullshit. They could have gone around that track once. Why do they got to go so many times? Do it
1: once. Come on. Right. It's, you're absolutely right. And I know, like, this is one of the most... Also, it would have been uh,
2: better if he had been a 16 or 18 year old, like, young young Anakin that could, like, would have was not a kid. Like, this would have been so much better if he could have been, like, a rad, like, pod racer around the track once, not
1: yeah. three times. Many people, Carolyn, think that the pod race justifies the existence of The Phantom Menace. They think that's, that's the best part of that movie no. and makes it okay that that movie no. exists. Darth
2: Maul clicking his. His cudgel lightsaber and turning on the other end of it's the whole reason for this movie.
1: For sure, that was, because I mean, Ray Park, yeah,
2: as Darth Maul,
1: yeah, worth yeah, he's it. Amazing, he's, he's amazing.
2: Worth that, it. That, he's so great. that fight scene, yes.
1: Yeah. <sighs> um,
2: not a fan. So I just like I. I literally turned to David when we're watching it. And I'm like, why? why is this so long? And I'm like, this has been 20
1: minutes. Well, okay. So little, little talked about fact. Uh, it's longer because they made it longer when they put it on video. So basically you're getting, and it's totally useless. Like nobody fucking asked for any of this, George, but George mm-hmm. said, we want to show you each, each, Pod racer individually before the race even starts. So you get all these yeah. intros and the guy twirling his mustache and bowing and everything and that's they all look like video game cutscenes, you know, yeah. like when you're going from one play area to another and that's because they were all done after the fact and so the graphics look kind of shitty because they didn't put as much love into them as they did for the actual movie and then it just tacks on an extra I don't know how much, like the initial version was only, I mean, 12, 13 minutes, maybe. And now it goes on forever.
0: forever. Yeah, it's like they,
2: they, like, doubled the length of that. I've, as I'm watching it going, like, this seems longer than I remember it being. Yeah. I did also probably get up and, like, go to the bathroom because I was still, like, going. <laughs> still
1: going
0: now, yeah,
1: I mean, and nobody's blaming you for that. We all, we've all been there. We've all gone to the bathroom during the pod race. Um. I will say that aside from those bits that are put into it later for the, I think it was the DVD release. Must have been. Uh, I will say that I think Phantom Menace looks the best out of those three movies.
2: Yes. And I think but that's a lot of that has to do with
1: Naboo. There's that. And also the fact that they use models, like all the underwater stuff. That's all yes. just a model that they built. Yes. Uh, which they, yeah, yeah.
2: not to, I, and I, I of course you know I I remember when these came out and I was like ah oh, Natalie Portman I mean I'm just way too tall to be one of your because she's so tiny but I'm like yeah. I you know I'm a brunette that I'm like I could have been one of those bodyguards for Queen Amidala that you awesome.
1: Kiera Knightley and right? uh, Sophia Coppola. You were all yeah. protecting Natalie Portman.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, yeah, I remember at the time I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, you know, next-gen next, next gen Princess Leia. And she was great. And she was active. And she uh, did a great job for as awkward as it must have been to act with that child. Um,
1: yeah, thanks Thanks for nothing, George. The <laughs> Thanks for putting me <laughs> like, in all these scenes with a seven-year-old or whatever. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I you know um, it's it, interesting choices again.
1: Well, um, and these choices. I mean, here is the deal. So, like, as the the popular story goes, George wrote Star Wars the original, except he also had like a bunch of people punch it up too because it, he hates writing and he's and he is the first to admit that like, yeah, I don't like it and I am not good at it and I don't want to do it. So, why the fuck did you go and decide? Yeah, I need to write these uh prequels i need to be the one to do it and also i need to direct them too even though i've already been on record several places saying i hate directing too and really i just does so he like
2: doing i don't understand
1: it's his Producing? vision so i'm it's i respect that i guess like he's doing what he wants to do but
2: but this and it's he's only ever done this and indiana jones
1: uh american graffiti
2: Oh yeah, there's, there's which was that. huge.
1: That was a huge hit. I mean, it gets kind of lost to the ages in the shadow of Star Wars. But like, he was rich before Star Wars was made because of American Graffiti was, was yes, so successful. and that's
2: that's what enabled him to even sort of take the gamble on Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he was already, like, it's not some, like, rags-to-riches story with him. <laughs> I mean, like, he was doing fine yeah. uh, at that point with no Star Wars. But also, you know, his uh, his wife, Marsha, was his editor. You know, he had a bunch of people yeah. come in and edit those original movies that didn't happen with the prequels. He let somebody else do it. I've got a lot of thoughts about that. We won't get into them here. Uh, and then he decided to write them, and he also gave himself these sort of Uh, useless deadlines of like, oh yeah, and I gotta figure out how to do this so we can put the next movie out in two years. And they're still doing it today, but like, make it three. You know, like, do it right. Give yourself an extra year. We'll wait. It's fine, you know?
2: Yeah, we'll wait. We're gonna come see it whenever it's out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right, it's not like I'm not gonna see it. Just make it as good as you can do. Like, you don't need to... They get a little rushy sometimes because they're temples, you know? Um, I
2: understand. I also want to know, in this Phantom Menace... Um, why at the end Palpatine's transport back to Naboo looks like a huge red dick
1: does it look like a huge red dick
2: yeah go go, like watch the end of the movie
1: I'm gonna look it up right now
2: it is like a cock and balls
1: Palpatine's transport
2: to Naboo
1: Phantom Menace let's see uh okay and you're right it looks like a big old donger
2: (laughs) so (laughs) i never caught that before but of course i'm watching it going like why is there a big red cock on my screen
0: (laughs) i guarantee you
2: so audience pause the podcast Mm -hmm. go ahead and give it a google why why was that a design choice
1: the css one corellian star shuttle looks like A throbbing red bone, interesting. Yeah, it's a choice, it's a creative choice. Uh, I don't know, I feel like we see one of those later in uh, Revenge of the Sith too, but it's purple, which is not any better.
0: (laughs) Um, No,
2: it's it's not any better, but it was just something I don't, you know, as I was watching it, I was like, huh, Never noticed that before.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, let's. Can we go back to Natalie real quick? Yeah, oh, I feel let's like talk to Natalie all day. I love her. Uh, yeah, I think we should because I feel like, I mean, I've been on record for several hours at this point complaining about these movies, and I mean, and and I can't be bothered to go back and listen to what I've already talked about. But I feel like we definitely haven't talked enough about Natalie Portman and the fact that she was given, she you know, one of the great actresses of or actors of her generation and it was given nothing to do at a certain point
2: yeah i feel that she was underutilized i feel like she was given the challenge of having to make some sort of connection with this young child not that she was old herself but like you know um no teenage girl wants to spend time with a seven-year-old or however whatever his butt's name is um but make that somehow believable like they had some connection um which is also i think what made his acting so bad because he didn't even believably seem to have a crush on her i don't know it was very that's why that choice didn't work i i I honestly feel like if you'd just given us an older anakin from the get-go she would have had a lot more to do
1: one. Yes.
2: The, the acting would have been better
1: from both characters because May, they would have had. Would they have been because like, you know, her and Hayden, when they finally do get together, it is. Awful. Wood, you know, like it's not, it's nothing. There's nothing. Um, there's no chemistry at all.
2: I'm going to save that for when we launch into <laughs> a, attack of the clones, but I have okay, some okay. thoughts
1: all right, about all right. Anakin. I mean, we can get into age. it now. I mean, uh, what else do you got Phantom Menace wise?
2: Uh, that's that's all. Oh, I guess. I mean, Liam Neeson. Okay. I guess we need to mention. Yeah, him.
1: Liam Neeson. Great. It's kind of also saves the movie.
2: Save the movie. Um, I, of course, just had to crack up at the beginning uh, with Ian McGregor saying, uh, but Master Yoda told me to be mindful of the future. I remember all <laughs> the times we said that to one another. <laughs> it was just the way that he says it. And I get that he absolutely was trying to do Alec Guinness's Patterning and yeah. like the the tone of his voice, and I and I I love Ewan McGregor. I think he's great. Oh, he's and the
1: MVP. Yeah, his. for sure.
2: You know, like he and he sell. Oh my god! Without him and the other two, I don't want to... they're unwatchable. Without yeah. without Obi Wan in the other two, it's
0: unwatchable.
1: Right, and he is there struggling to to land a scene in any kind of way because it's him. Mm-hmm. And some some stoic actors right. and then green screens. Yes. With like nothing, you know, nothing to talk to, look at.
2: Yeah, I mean basically so yeah, inventing
1: I, green screen acting for humans, you know.
2: What a challenge. Um yeah, I mean I'm I was just that, Master Yoda told me to be mindful like, of I, the future. I mean, I couldn't, I just, I had to chuckle when that came, that
1: came on. Don't center on your anxieties, Obi-Wan.
2: Yeah, oh, yes. Um, but yeah, the whole, the whole thing for me that really like makes it worth watching is the darth maul fight sequence it's so, awesome yeah and the music's great and it's awesome and you're like oh, a dual-bladed lightsaber i mean yeah, yeah my mind, mind blown it gives you that moment and and uh like we said ray park is great yeah he's intimidating um it's got that stare
1: you know that just that intense stare
2: I think this was the same time period that he was the headless horseman in Sleepy Hollow.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. I think those two were really like close to one another being being made. I'm guessing. So they in came London. out the
1: same year. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, and he was awesome in that one too. I mean, yes. I, like he he's I don't know what he's done since, but he totally made.
1: Yeah, he's this an incredible movie. physical actor. I mean, he's more—he's yeah. not just a stunt guy. He's uh, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, no, he—he he was great. I mean, it—the movie was fine. Of the three, it's the one I enjoy watching the most.
1: Me too. Even
2: with the shitty pod racing and
1: right, which you can just I, skip past. And but you still got can just fast forward through
2: all of Tatooine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some of it's okay. Yeah, but I feel like you could say that about all these movies, uh, or I, these yes. prequels. Is like, yeah, some of it's okay. I don't... It's aged the best for me, I think. Yeah, I would and that, agree. And that says something considering how disappointing it ultimately was once everybody started being honest with themselves. that Like, oh, this isn't what yeah. I expected.
2: Yeah, um... Yeah, I just think different choices could have been made. Ultimately,
1: yeah. Now, have you watched the documentary about the making of that movie? It's called The Beginning. I think it's on YouTube. You should definitely check it out. It is fascinating.
2: Yeah, but I will. I will. I will look that up. Um, yeah, it's. it's uh,
1: because you get to see the table read of like the the cast, the, the first time Ooh, they really? all get okay. together. Yeah, Jake Lloyd right. is like he's so small. He's I mean it's amazing they got anything out of him. Honestly.
2: Yeah. All right. I will. What is that one called?
1: It's called the beginning.
2: The beginning. Okay. Yes. I'll, I will. I will look that up. Um, so Attack of the Clones, moving moving forward. Oh God! I'm sorry. Um, we have to. But yes, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So. It's now all of a sudden, and obviously, in case your audience doesn't know, um, I study the police and I work with the police, Mm -hmm. uh, but I study that's my my PhD is basically, you know, I study the police. So I'm listening to this rhetoric being used in this second film where I'm like, oh, we're doing galactic law enforcement now. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're doing space police. Our Jedi are space police, and we're having a conflict, which is what we have in policing today, which is guardians versus warriors.
1: Yes, and I gotta say, like, do you judge the Jedi's actions that we we see in these movies? I mean, there's a lot of no-knock warrants happening. Like, they're just <laughs> there's
2: gonna... <laughs> so many, all no-knock warrants. <laughs> they're just um... lightsabering
1: through all those doors and stealing cars and shit like that. They don't give a fuck
2: yeah it, it's it's interesting but that's the like the rhetoric being used i'm like oh this, that's what that's what this is that you know we're talking about jedi in terms of uh, they should be peacekeepers, and sometimes to keep the peace they're mm-hmm. they're jedi knights but the thing is is that they are jedi knights 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 not officers officers although yes that's military as well officers carries this connotation of somehow you should be Um, only acting with force when absolutely necessary. Where a knight, yes, there's still chivalry there, but you know, they're they're warriors. Yeah. So it's an interesting, that's just something I noted and I realized that my ears are more attuned to such things because that's what I do. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But I also think that that's a central part of this story. In, in that the uh, Emperor is getting, once the, um, once Palpatine's the Emperor, but he gets, you know, the Senate to turn against the Jedi because even if they're not warriors, he's making you think that they're warriors. It is that interesting
1: direction. that... Because <laughs> <So, laughs> George gave both versions, but the, the newer one that he just felt compelled to make and that people really wanted to see make something that was really cool initially... R- suddenly very not cool. Th- something kind of yeah. lame, you know, like yeah. the Jedi suck in those movies.
2: Yeah. Or you're kind of like, oh, they've got all these rules and they've, they've got so many like, rules, so uh, many right. rules, so many rules. And I, that's part of why I think Anakin is such a terrible rookie. He doesn't follow the rules. Yeah. At all. Mm hmm. And granted, it seems like he knows he's the Chosen One, or they keep talking about it, and there's then also seems to be some confusion about who the Chosen One really is.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Bring balance to the Force. There's a lot of discussion about that. Some people think it's Vader, some people think it's Luke. Some people would argue it's Rey.
2: I mean, I guess I could say it's Vader in that he had both Luke and Leia, but I
0: don't know.
2: (sighs) I it's all, the, yes, there's it's all, arguing it's like, about
1: It's all unnecessary. Like, I didn't need it. There, we didn't yeah. talk about a prophecy in those early movies.
2: This is, again, the one of the things that makes me sad about these movies is that they're not buddy films.
0: <laughs> and I they're just,
2: not Shakespearean drama, like, level even. Like, it's not even good. I don't, like, Coruscant, all I can say is that looks like a traffic nightmare. Uh, I don't I don't get how their traffic works. Um,
1: (laughs) Flying to straight lines, flying in grids.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I just and this is again, we've got now we've got we've got older Anakin and I'm just going to say it, he's a little creepy and a little bit like a shitty, abusive boyfriend that doesn't want you to talk to your friends. So he is like ripe for being an abuser.
1: I'm going to push back on that a little bit because I think it's not a little bit. It's a lot of bit. I think it's a lot bit, right? I think he's very much a creep. And he's it gets weirder as each year passes. I know we're post Me Too and all that, but like, dude, what are you talking about?
2: I, I mean, he's one obsessed with Padme. Obsessed I dream about her
1: every night, every single
2: Like, obsessed with her. And then he is overprotective as fuck and clearly does not want her to have her own friends. And he then in the later movie is pissed when she talks with Obi-Wan. Like,
0: yeah.
2: he is. Should te- have been a le- plot point. I, mean, I mean, let's put it this way. I think George wrote this one. Or George wrote all of these. He wrote
1: all of them. Yeah.
2: I swear to God, he got a textbook on abuse cycles mm-hmm. and victims and was like, boop, 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 boop. Anakin Skywalker. Okay. So let how how do they do this? Oh, okay. They, they isolate their significant other from their friends and remove all their resources. Mm-hmm. And then they... Uh, control all their movements and everything else, and then they beat them, and then they apologize for their actions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, also, Padme, what are you thinking then in the later one when, he, when like, he, he kills the sand people or whatever? Like, you, then you marry him? You knew before you married him. Yeah. it's He killed all those sand people. How do you morally go, she's cool Oh, I it. still love she you. She doesn't care.
0: <laughs> so all of
2: a sudden, she's gone from being a badass queen to a senator. That's cool. And then she's, what, just some like teenage girl with big puppy dog eyes over this guy that's an asshole? I don't Mm -hmm. get it.
1: Uh, I mean, I guess you could... Okay, so I'm sure somebody who likes these movies would justify it as, okay, so she's been in the political system her entire life, so she's uh, sort of socially uh, arrested Uh and therefore doesn't get it. But it's like, man you're flying around the entire fucking galaxy. This isn't like Main yeah. Street USA, where it's like you and whoever's in your high school. It's like, you're all over the place meeting all kinds of species, you know? Like, yeah. uh, you could have your pick at anybody. It's crazy.
2: Exactly, exactly. So I just, I feel like that dynamic there with the two of them just, and obviously it's supposed to, it's supposed to get worse and worse, but it did make me upset where I'm like, he kills the sand people and then, You marry him?
1: Yeah, they blow right by it. They don't talk about it at all.
2: They have that scene where he's all emotional about it and admitting it to her. And it's like, what, girl? You did not have a light bulb moment then and go, he's capable of killing women and children. He's upset he killed women and children.
0: Yeah, How do
2: you say that that's okay?
1: This is just George not knowing how people... Uh, Interact, uh, yeah, do anything, you know, like how normal normal people make
2: decisions or not. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just just weird, George. Uh, I also
2: want to know uh, Count Dooku. (laughs) Are they using at this point a bad internet version of a Jedi name generator? Because that's just too close to Dookie.
1: Yeah, it's the worst. It's really (laughs) silly, it's a silly name. It's so uh, It's been so normalized at this point that you kind of forget it almost, but like, come on, man. Duke-
2: That's what I'm saying. Going back with his fresh eyes, I was just like, why was that decision
0: made? It's so I'm goofy. Right.
2: I, yeah, there's just so many times in these middle three that I don't understand why someone didn't stop him. Yeah. I and
1: understand I, he a lot well, of money. he could do no wrong at that point, you know? Like, Phantom Menace, of, for all of its flaws, of still made so much money you know like it was a huge success and of course we all convinced ourselves that we loved it and it was amazing (laughs) and uh i mean that train it's it's tough to stop the money train at that point i think
0: yes george signs the checks
1: he paid for all that stuff so he should have it the way he wants to but we should also be entitled to say hey this sucks you know
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still gonna watch it, but also it sucks. He's probably like, I don't care. Uh, money in the bank. <laughs> you all are still talking about it. Yeah. Uh yeah. So those are my thoughts about Attack of the Clones. Um, I did like getting the backstory with Boba Fett. That was cool.
1: Yeah, the Fett stuff's cool. Django's cool. How do you feel about the big finale battle, the start of the Clone Wars, and the uh, you know the creatures and the. In the in the round and all of that, like they had to well, escape. Well, I mean,
2: I liked Natalie Portman's outfit and her. You know, that's about it.
1: They literally push. <laughs> they push her out of the movie. They she's on that spaceship when they're flying away, and she mm-hmm. and it gets hit, and she just falls out of the spaceship, and then that's it. That's the end, and then we see her at the wedding, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, they blast yeah, her out of the they, they fucking movie. Like,
2: completely take her out of all the fight sequences yeah and And this is also where we've got the Yoda epic battle right
1: yes which in the theater was riveting and seeing it now looks real dumb and
2: yeah I think we were just excited it was the heat of excitement that's
1: what it is all the
2: new things coming into our eyeballs and we weren't questioning it and then and then you watch it again and you're like but but why (laughs) but why
1: yeah
0: um
2: Yeah. yeah i i just uh and i have to say the whole sequence at the lakes with you know, and Oh, the romance. Yeah. The, and Padme and all the, like, heavy breathing and, like, you know, the longing stare. And the thing the with sand the talk. He, he takes the fruit and floats it to her and it's, oh, it's so romantic. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. really? You're going to give me a parlor trick?
1: She needs to get I'm a senator.
2: I don't care about your Jedi <laughs> mumbo jumbo floating shit to me. Come
1: on. Yeah, the Jedi are not a mystery to her. She's hanging around Jedi all the time. All the Why?
2: time. Like, I'm sorry that just, so, so some of those things were just so dumb.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: I there's, (laughs) there's no other way that I can put it. Just that I don't believe their relationship. They didn't have any chemistry and he was a controlling asshole.
1: Yeah. There it (laughs)
2: is.
1: (laughs) Attack of the clones.
2: (laughs) Attack of the clones. A bunch of abusers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, really? b- big up to Ewan. Ewan's great. He's great. Uh, I he's
2: like g- the beard. I like the hair.
1: He's got a little noir storyline that I can appreciate. I like that. Give me some mystery. Great.
2: Um, I kind of wish that he just would have shoved Anakin out of the way and been like, Padme, <laughs> date a real man.
1: Well, this is how it should have gone is that you have them be peers and being, you know, competing for Hotshot of the Galaxy and competing for fucking Natalie Portman's hand. It makes sense. And we all
2: would be like, don't date Anakin. Don't marry Anakin. Uh, Obviously, too- Obi-Wan is a kind and gentle man that you want to snuggle with and then just pet his russet beard.
1: Yeah, they should have done it. They should have done it. And Anakin should have found out. And that's why he killed her. And that's why they fought. And all that. Yeah. would have just added so much. It would have been better. It would have added weight to it rather than what we're about to talk about now, which is Revenge of the Sith. Tell me yeah. all about it.
2: Um, my notes start with Sai the worst
1: (laughs) because it starts with like 40 minutes of spaceships and Um, crashing and no
2: my next my next note is padme's hair you know (laughs) how much i hate how bad her hair gets in the movies it gets bigger and curlier and more on top of her head and like her spacey bedroom outfits and this mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It ju- I'm like I get that then she's preggers I think at some point I told you I'm, I'm like does her hair get bigger because of the midichlorians when she's pregnant yeah like, I think that that's, where yeah. <laughs> that's where she stores water yeah exactly I'm mm-hmm. like but her outfits are terrible there's a lot and I will say overall not in the first three but in uh both the middle three and these newest Star Wars, there's a lot of off the shoulder or exposed shoulder, like vest and then expo- exposed shoulder, and then long arm gloves between Rey and Padme.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's an obviously a costume nod, and I yes, I clue into the costumes big time. Okay. But why choose that look? It's so not functional.
1: Does George have a thing for ladies' shoulders?
2: For exposed shoulders.
1: Yes. Could be I think
2: he does. <laughs> yeah. We never see I mean, we see Princess Leia in that her white space outfit in the first yeah. one. We see Princess Leia in her uh, white space jumper in the yeah. next one. Very functional. Yeah. We love this with mm-hmm. her with her braid at her at her hair. Yep. And then great. in Return of the Jedi, we get her both in a gold bikini and a very functional camouflage poncho yeah there is no exposed shoulder other other than that gold bikini
1: okay so that kind of blows up our theory then i mean i'm just thinking like shoulders are really the boobs of the arm region you know what i mean like i guess
2: (laughs) it's just it's but then for some reason this costume this costume choice is made for both padme in in attack of the clones yes and then in uh you know revenge of the Sith. Where she's yep. there's a lot of drapey or exposed shoulder, and then they make it for Ray too.
1: Yeah, Ray though is much more. Uh, oh,
2: she's far more functional.
1: They're functional, exactly. Yes, yes, absolutely. But we'll we'll get to Ray. Yeah,
2: um, we'll, we'll get to Ray, but yeah, I mean, so Revenge of the Sith, um, the whole Chancellor melting and Mace Windu scene.
1: Yeah, what do you tell me? What you think about that?
2: Um, it could almost be Shakespearean, but it's not. It falls flat. It falls flat and it looks goofy. It looks goofy, right? It should be Shakespearean, but it's goofy.
1: The fact that that it's this deflected evil force lightning that melts his face and not the fact that he's just old and, uh, you know, drenched in the dark side, as we see him in Return of the Jedi, yeah. like the fact exactly. that this is what made him look like such a fucking ghoul is unfortunate, I think. Yeah. Cause, and the makeup uh, just, doesn't look great. And no, uh, it was it just a reshoot. They reshot it. So, so
2: they had another crack at it and it still looks goofy. Is and it wasn't
1: working then. And so they were like, we got to go back and change. You know, he's got to become more evil. Uh, I think it was more about Hayden and getting Hayden to, to become. Uh, Darth Vader. Oh, was that when they started giving him yellow
2: eyes or something? Uh,
1: I think it was more like when he says, "I'll call you Darth Vader," and he kneels in front of him, and his face is half in in shadow with this yeah. very obviously CG shadow over his face because he's you know. Look, he's becoming evil, like quite literally going to the shadows. It's like, ah, oh, I didn't need anything. Oh, come like. on, they're
2: trying so hard.
1: And Ian McDermott is trying so hard and is giving a great performance and is the best part of that movie far and away. Yeah. He is too good for these movies.
2: <laughs> he really is too good for these movies. Even in the other ones, he, he plays yeah he kind of honestly belongs in like something the quality of like the crown on netflix like he's he's a, or, or in a shakespearean play i mean let's where's kenneth branagh when you need him just put ian mcdermott in one of those and you know call it a day
1: yeah actually that's a good call you know branagh's doing those uh, agatha christie movies you get Which Ian McDermott. Yeah, yeah of course uh, yeah. of course
2: yeah of course um yeah so what else do i have here on my notes oh um Order 66.
1: Yeah, big moment. Does it pay off? I mean, is it what you thought? I
2: don't, you know. Um, it's just weird. Yeah, I mean, it pays off. I mean, Order 66. It's a
1: cartoon. It all looks weird. so cartoony.
2: That's kind of uh, how I feel about it. It's. I think it's also, um, I mean, we get yoda's reaction which is the only thing that kind of grounds it if that makes sense
1: when he drops his walking stick and he yes uh, Yes. yeah
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and i do like in this particular movie one of the only things i liked about it was that they tie in chewbacca and they tie in chewbacca into yoda's story
1: you like that interesting okay i think you're the first Um, person i've ever heard like that part
2: I just really like Chewbacca. So I mean, well, that's
1: the th- I mean it does ground you in like, hey, uh, but it's almost like sh- like holding up a flashcard. Like remember Chewbacca? You like Chewbacca, right?
2: Correct. But yeah. I think that's because everything else in this movie is so bad that I'm just grasping at anything. Yeah, I
1: understand. Uh, I mean <laughs> so
2: like I mean, we've got we've got this weird iguana thing that Obi-Wan's riding oh, and it's the like-
1: worst. I hate it so much. And that's a Spielberg thing. Spielberg directed that whole sequence and I hate it.
2: I don't like that at all. It's so uh, that's so at stupid. All. Yeah. I do. I will say I liked his hair change from the second movie to this third movie when they like, like, they kind of lost the weight in the back and it was just kind of like his nice, like,
1: yes. Block, I'm trying to.
2: With the beard. Yeah. It just was a little bit tighter around the sides. He had so like a side part, a
1: right? And in the third yeah, one. Yeah. And he was more yes. slick back, longer borderline yes. melody, kind of in the second Which, one. And
2: he looked good with both of those. He just looked stupid with the Padawan hair, but I guess the Padawan hair just looks stupid.
1: Just looks stupid in general. Yeah. But in yeah, general. no knock on you um, excited for the Ewan movie or a TV show, whatever yeah. that happens. That's going to be amazing.
2: Yeah. That's going to be great. I mean, you know, he, again, without him in these movies, I'm, I'm really hard pressed to like anything, but Chewbacca <laughs> showing
1: up. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> hey, is, Chewbacca. I like Chewbacca.
2: I like Chewbacca. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm yeah it's uh so i also i also think that hayden Christensen was working hard in these movies Mm -hmm. i'm not saying i don't like how whiny and huffy and like that he kind of gets i also don't like his like abusive relationship with padme at all i get the point of it but i also think he's he's going up against ewan mcgregor and he just can't hold the candle
1: yeah, Ewan's one of the great actors of our times. He's.
2: Yeah. It's really. And I, so I therefore think that even though he was working very hard, he's just going up against someone who is a thousand times more believable. Yeah. And it's yeah, just a better actor. They were not equally matched.
1: Mm, yes. Yes, exactly. And and to be fair, you know, hey, Christian, uh, Hayden Christensen seems like a really nice guy in real life. Yeah, just, you know, I just don't buy you as Darth Vader, dude. Like, and,
2: and that's not his that, fault. Yeah, the, That's the I think he was surprised. Director. I think he was. I heard that he did not know they were using the young Anakin when they redid the Return of the Jedi, and that yeah. was a total surprise to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: which I would kind of be pissed about if I were him. I'd be like, eh, "Don't do that!" And I get, I know. He, I'm sure he signed away the rights to. That's his the face. thing. Those
1: contracts.
2: Yeah. Uh, Especially with
1: George, like uh, we're going to make you a a cartoon for the rest of eternity. We have the right. We own you at this age right now.
2: Yes, Um, exactly. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I do think that he tried hard. Not an easy role to take on. Who would you have cast in that role? Not. I mean, think about it. It's.
1: Yeah. I mean, there there's there are lists. uh, You know, I think uh, Ryan Felipe was in the running at one point. The uh, the older brother from Malcolm in the Middle was in there. I mean, you know, none of those people seem like they would have the gravitas to be that part.
2: I would be fascinated to hear like the casting directors talk about their thoughts on this.
1: Well, okay, so watch that the beginning episode one, yeah, because you get to see them. Looking okay. at headshots and like choosing people and like what goes into it. it's it's pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a it's an interesting process to try and pair people. Um, and I I uh, again I think he's trying very hard. Um, and I will also say that Ewan McGregor, even though he should have been going after Padme, uh, that totally should have been a storyline. Mm. Um, it's believable that it's totally platonic. Yes. I don't for a second question. The fact that they're friends, and that's it.
1: Right. Because we really don't see them interact much outside of the initial, mm-hmm. uh, you need to protect her while she's here in the second movie, you know, the that mm-hmm. very beginning part. But you do feel that sense of like, yes, they have a, a history together, they have a relationship, like friends. a friendship. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it's not that either she has a crush on him or he's secretly in love with her. Like, there's none of that vibe. At all at all. So it's totally believable that they're just platonic. Um, so it, which I think is an important point because it makes Anakin's reaction even more for the audience. Like, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that abusive guy. Yeah. Anakin.
1: Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. So, so what do you, how do you feel about the big finale?
2: I mean, I liked it. Um, it's a lot going on because it's a there, lot
1: it's too it's, much
2: it's yeah that's kind of how I feel okay so like I, I want to how do I want to put it it's like I did like it I, I, I would say I like it only in the context of this is how we get Vader
1: yes sure but
2: I also think way too busy with the lava flow um, and I think there's something to be said for those Original scenes between Luke and Vader and being on a real set.
1: Yeah. Again. I just,
2: I, I mean, I can't, because even with like, I love the Darth Maul scene and I know a lot of that is green screen as well, obviously, but it worked. But again, that would be my thing with any of the fight scenes. I think they fixed those in the new movies, by the way. They were on real sets.
1: Yes, yes. Because They're they understand that people need to feel like... That people need to believe that you are in the space that you are placed in. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's very simple yes. filmmaking. That, yeah.
2: That's my big complaint is that I didn't... Why did it need to be in a lot? Like, again, just too much. Like, scale back. Understand that sometimes less is more.
1: Yeah. You know, you can have the lava planet, George. But here's the thing. I don't need them balancing on flying robots and the tidal waves of lava. I mean, it's just like, all right. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. It, it becomes it where
1: it's,
0: it's,
2: yes, it does. And it's distracting from the actual storyline. You really just need like a fairly simple set and good actors and some great fight choreography. Yeah. That's all you
0: need. Yeah.
2: That's that's a winning combination. Don't do more than that.
1: Yeah. We see him burn alive on the beach. I like that part where he, he burns up and screams, yeah. I hate you. Like, that's great. Um,
0: you were the chosen one. It
1: also makes Obi-Wan a terrible person for not killing him there to put him out of his misery, (laughs) but.
2: Yeah, I, uh, but again, I can also see why he would have made that choice. He was just assuming he was going to die anyway.
1: Yeah, he's still screaming when he walks away. You know, it's just, uh, it's pretty intense in a way that I think it's like, yes, okay. Now everything is working. We have, the lava in the background where it should be in the background not one of the main characters we have the actor emoting and performing and screaming I hate you and I absolutely believe I think that's probably the best Hayden ever did in those movies is when he's burning alive yeah I think it's very powerful I I
2: agree Um, I also did read that he wanted to be in the Vader suit at the end part
1: of his contract I think and I, I
2: thought that was a wise choice. I mean, and that they like modified it so he'd be super tall and everything yeah. else.
1: Yeah. Um, How do you feel about the controversial no? No! <sighs> it's cheesy. It's kind of goofy, right? It's just,
2: yeah, it's cheesy.
1: Any time in that movie, when they got close to something cool, where you're like, this is, okay, now here we go, then they just yank the rug out and it becomes really goofy.
2: Becomes cartoony.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, and I think that's my problem with with that. And it's sort of like, can you like, just let them scream? Like, just like, let them like or break down and cry head in hand?
1: And the fact that they eventually put that "no" into the end of *Return of the Jedi* when he throws the Emperor down the shaft—they added a "no," which was not there originally.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's it's interesting. It just it does it it takes me out of being in the scene to Mm. like, oh, that was that was a choice, and I don't like that choice.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of those. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh so now we can leave the bad ones and that's how I consider them. They don't they don't hold up over time. I don't know if I'll ever watch them again.
1: Remake them is what I say. I'll go see a remake. I don't want to see these anymore. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, actually if they want to remake it with not a child Anakin and without the fucking Padre scene and redo all of these and fix Padmé's hair I'll go see
1: it. Yeah. Or just change Padme into somebody else. Change the whole, everything into something else. You know
2: what? Forget remaking it. Can they just do some sort of very bare bones stage play version of this with the original actors? I didn't even see the original actors. But just no CG, mm-hmm. no nothing, just the dialogue. Just mm-hmm. very simple, like, on scene, you know... On a stage, make yeah. it make it a stage play. Humans interacting and rewrite some of the bad. Yeah, just humans interacting without all this CG crap. Yeah, and some good fight sequences, just bare bones, like a like a like a play. Yeah, I'd yeah. see that. I'd version. be
1: curious. Get a real director in there. Yeah. I mean, it's a super yeah, talented so just cast. Bring back, it's,
2: just bring back Larry.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking I of mean, bringing back Larry, he Larry wrote uh, Force Awakens, didn't he?
2: Yeah. Think. I believe so. I mean, you're my fact checker. Oh, uh,
1: wait. I mean, maybe not. Hold on. The Force Awakens 2015.
2: Wow. Oh, I also have one more note. Before by we Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Before we leave the bad ones, okay. um, I also want to say that space childbirth must only be mildly painful um, because Padme was just sort of, sort of like, and then she had a baby
1: pop out. And then and then she died of a broken heart. And then she died. Heart.
2: So it's also like, it was mildly painful, but also she died of a broken
0: heart. Um, we, can,
1: we can build spaceships that can carry you from Coruscant to Mustafar in 15 minutes, but we can't get that baby out of you, sorry. Can't do it without yeah, killing you. Yeah, I
2: just, um, that birth scene,
0: mm-mm.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, the nurse bad. robot's kind of cool looking, but it's goofy. It's all goofy. It's
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my last note about that. But okay, Space okay. Traumberg, I don't... Force Awakens.
1: Not- Let's get into Force it. Force
2: Awakens. Yes.
1: We, we, didn't, we, got, um, we got those old movies, and then we were like, you know what? We're good with Star Wars. And then they decided, you know what? We're going to make some more. Everybody was sort of hesitant. Go.
2: Yeah i don't understand how we didn't get the evil out of the universe like how did we how how are we back to this how is princess leia still like a rebel on the outskirts of the galaxy come on now
1: i know And there, you know, there are explanations for all of that, but they should be in the fucking movie somehow. Like I shouldn't have to tell you about the novelization for you to understand that star system they blew up, held the new Galactic Congress and all that shit, you know, like just put something in the movie.
2: So this is my, this is my thing. Obviously I did go see these first two in the theater, very excited, couldn't wait wasn't questioning it on my Mm -hmm. first watch Mm -hmm. watching it here at home in quarantine back to back with the other six Mm -hmm. i'm like huh how how are we back to this because (laughs) last time i checked leia was going to rule the galaxy at least in my mind that's what i always thought evil was defeated the emperor's gone luke's going to rebuild the jedi order And Han and Leia are going to get married and rule the galaxy. And the buddies are going to be back together. And yet here we are. And I don't know how we got there.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. One that could have been answered had George made some more movies when those actors, the original actors, were in their primes and were ready to make very successful star movies that people wanted to see. I mean, it would have been great to see. I mean, it's nice to see them now. But I mean, come on. Those guys are fucking old, you know, like. We, you could have put, you could have made five more movies in the time of uh, you know it's just
0: true
1: between 1983 and 1993
2: but give me yeah my, you know. I, I yeah so I I guess I'm confused um, about why can you give me a short version
1: um so it's uh, the general idea is that of course the Empire is defeated but also they didn't Blow up everybody who was a part of the Empire. So the galaxy is a big place. So you have a a sort of splinter sect of former Imperials uh, who form this who are
2: now our First Order.
1: The First Order, and they're real. uh, They're even more. They're even more
2: Nazi-like.
1: Yeah, they're they're even more. They're uh, what do you call it? Very orthodox uh, Imperials. You know, they're very into this cult of the Emperor and all of that.
2: Wait, so and oh, that's my other thing. Who's the new emperor? Who's this guy? Snoke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who, who?
2: That's a great. Where does this come? What? Where, where does this come from? And he looks just like the Voldemort from the first Harry Potter movie. yes
1: Yep. That's true. Before. That's true.
2: Before we get a really great, you know, uh, Ralph Fiennes as Voldemort.
1: Yeah. So and and who is this guy? Where does he come from? Do. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a mystery. It's yeah. plot
2: holes that need I need to have an answer to because I'm now operating in a world where like I love it and I love I mean it's Han it's Leia Ray is great I love Finn I mean I love the whole thing and I'm I mean I love Oscar Isaac oh. but and I'm sure he's really short too oh so whatever but. Uh-huh, uh-huh. um I've liked him for a long time. So I was very pleased that he was in these originally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as, as I'm, I did not question this at all when I saw it in the theater at all. I was mm-hmm. only watching it this time and mm-hmm. watching them in order in like five days that mm-hmm. I was then sitting there going, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I Have only saw here. it in the theater once. I didn't go see it multiple times. So, and I didn't sit there and think about it. I, you know, I mean, I was busy living my life <laughs> so I wasn't contemplating the mysteries of the universe and now right. I'm sitting here in during a pandemic contemplating the mysteries of the universe <laughs>
0: and
1: what happened yeah uh, eh, you know I mean you could write it off as like history repeats itself I mean it has been 30 years since all that stuff happened I mean you're not going to have peace in the galaxy forever no uh, you know, new generations, I don't know, I can justify it a million ways. I mean, it's is it's it,
2: fine. It's just that part of me that's like, but I want how 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 No, it's like
1: to? you could solve it with like a line, you know, like Oh yeah. Just have somebody throw it off some It probably
2: would have could have been like a 2-minute scene is all that it needed, and it could have been an interaction even between like Poe and Finn or Leia and Poe or like some offhanded reference yeah. that we were like, oh that's what happened. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I will say that I really this is a big difference, I think, between the originals, the bad ones, and then the new ones. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something the difference between them is we're going through a backdoor approach to the characters. Um, mm-hmm. through Finn, who is a stormtrooper,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: who then doesn't want to be a stormtrooper and has this you know, moment of like, I can't do this. Right. Mm-hmm. And his own, for his own preservation, self-preservation, etc. But we couldn't have a movie like this and have it make sense. If it weren't for other TV shows that kind of take this, like the, the era of cable, what we've got happening between the bad ones. And this one is that like, morally ambiguous characters are a hot selling item in TV like Tony Soprano, yeah. Breaking, Breaking Bad, yeah, like yeah, yeah. all of these sort of backdoor morally ambiguous characters that we're very comfortable and used to now and expect yeah. that happened on cable.
1: Right. Which yeah. then
2: became a trend in mainstream TV, our streaming products. Um, so it's just, I think, important to recognize that like the character of Finn couldn't have happened in the other ones. Yes. It only makes sense to audience eyes now. We couldn't have had the anti-hero. We have that a little bit in Han Solo in the first ones, but he's Mm -hmm. just more of like a rough and tumble cowboy. He's not really an anti-hero. Yeah,
1: he's a sweetheart in real life. He's
2: really, he's so cuddly deep Mm -hmm. down inside. So I think it's important to just recognize, like, TV trends, or I should say, like, screenwriting trends in the characters that we are comfortable with accepting now from a 21st century standpoint stand on the shoulders of HBO, stars, AMC. You know, like, this kind of stuff that was explored in the 2000s and forward.
1: And this is a a part of... Updating the storytelling in a way yeah. that I think it, it all works. benefits from it. Yeah. I mean, I, and I just rewatched Force Awakens the other night in anticipation of this conversation. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, this thing moves and yeah. it looks amazing. I love the yes. actors. I love the performances. Yeah, it doesn't they always make sense, but eagle. like none of these did, you know?
2: They put them in real surroundings, in the yeah. desert, in the woods. Like they didn't weren't doing it totally green screen, which makes an enormous difference in right. the feel of the movie. And the again.
0: actor yeah. yes,
2: the actors' performances. I mean, and of course, I love the switch to Ray. the rags to riches. Nah, give me, give me that like nod to the Skywalker. Yeah, you know, Luke Skywalker in the beginning. Like it's great. She's kind of got the same dress. They did so many wonderful things that reminisce the original films, but they're making it uh, a female rags-to-riches story. And and that was such a smart choice. And they knew it, too. I mean, they totally took it yeah, around. Yeah.
1: Th- I mean, it's really good. It's good writing. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great performance because you just like her. I mean, I don't know. I just like so, yeah. so much oh, charisma geez. and you are automatically on her side.
2: Yeah. Immediately likable. You're immediately yeah. like she's fantastic. And I want to be friends with her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. she's.
0: And
2: we've got all of a sudden we've kind of got a buddy film again, which is great. And it, and it truly did all the right things. And this was JJ Abrams, right? Yeah. And I'm not surprised. I love JJ Abrams films. I loved like super eight. Like he's a super fan. He loves, he loves Spielberg. He loves these movies. He like, I feel like he makes the choices that people like us grew up thinking about these movies and what what next and i feel like he totally made all the right fan choices and updated it
1: yeah i think if there's if there's a flaw in it and i I love force awakens but watching it the other night i did notice that like man there is a lot of fan service as far as like every scene they're bumping into some prop from the original movies that uh it's I, like, love, okay, I, mean, I get it. I know, the it. I'm, sure, okay, great. <laughs> I'm
2: sure I would get tired of it if I watched it a whole bunch of times, but since this was only my second time viewing it and it had I would not seen it again since seeing it in the theater. So mm-hmm. I was like and having watching watched them all in a row, I was like they were done with the bad ones. Oh, the chessboard. Oh, the, the falcon. Oh, you know, it was
1: they like, needed oh, to yay. do that to get the audience back after the bad ones. I mean, you had to show, you had to demonstrate that, like, we understand we what had you to make like. It dirty again. Yeah, right. We're, we're going to make it dirty. We're going to build the, the falcon. You're going to see the chessboard. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I really, um, I did like the Kylo Ren stuff, he was also a really good addition. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm not a huge fan, what's his name? Adam Driver, is mm-hmm. that his name? I'm not a huge fan of him and I and I can't quite put my finger on it. I think it's because I first saw him in the HBO show Girls and I hated that show.
1: Yeah. I understand.
2: And not and that was I didn't hate it because of him. I just did not like He's good in it, but yeah,
1: it. the show is not.
2: Yeah. the show i was like this is some white bread new york shit that i, yeah. I like i can't even identify with anything going on here in this show yeah. um yeah. at all in the least bit <laughs> so i think that i have that stuck in my head but i i really he's a great uh per- performer mm-hmm. he does a great job i you can get emote he's he's he does what Hayden Christensen couldn't do in the other one,
1: right? Yeah, great point. I, just, I mean, you needed somebody like it. that for yes, for I, the Anakin role.
2: Exactly. I mean, and that's what—that's all I can say is that it kind of makes me wish that that Anakin in those bad ones was as good as Adam Driver was as Kylo Ren. Yeah. In these.
1: He's got a physicality to him, and I don't know if that's because he was a uh, he was a Marine. I think.
2: I think he was a Marine. Yeah, I know I mean, he did some military service. Yeah, which thank you for your service, Adam Driver.
1: Yeah, um, in the galaxy sure. and on Earth. Yeah, and of course.
2: in the galaxy and on Earth. If you're listening, um, <laughs> my husband's a Marine you know, but thank you for your service.
0: Yeah. And thank you five. for this
2: performance because right. I enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> sorry that you were in girls. <laughs> I apologize. That was not my favorite.
1: <laughs> he's not sorry. Uh, that picked yeah. him the gig. Yeah.
2: I know, I know. I mean, but he uh I, I do think he did a really good job. Um, I liked that he wasn't as powerful as Vader and that he's got this specter of Vader that he's got to live up to for mm-hmm. Snoke,
0: mm-hmm. who I'm still
2: going like who are you snoke i still don't know um but i liked that dynamic that he had in terms of it it was very believable in this storyline where you're like there is still some good in him
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: clearly not because he kills his father
1: yeah how'd you feel about that
2: um i mean just sad just Harrison's sad. great,
1: isn't he? Harrison,
2: Harrison's ugh. fantastic. Now I'm like, what is he not going to show up in the other ones? Because of mm-hmm. course that's what I think about, and I, I, uh, and I don't know if that was a contractual thing with. Harrison or if Harrison would have done all, you know, three more, or if it was just, it needed mm. to happen. Yeah, I um, think
1: Harrison was done. I think he was like, yeah, I'll do it. But you got to give me a bunch of money on the back end and you have to kill me. <laughs>
2: like where does he live? Wyoming, Montana or right, something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Ranch is> like- <laughs> I imagine
1: him with like an old fashioned cell phone, like a Zach Morris style cell phone out on his ranch, you know, satellite. fixing some fence yeah, posts. Exactly. Yeah. I, guess I can show up there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You're
1: going to kill me, right? <laughs> I'm not doing it until you, until you kill me.
0: All right.
2: Exactly. You and have he doesn't say goodbye. The he just hangs
1: up. He's that guy.
2: Yeah. I, it's very like, it reminds me a little bit of like Bill Murray with all the Ghostbusters stuff where he was like, no, I'm not going to do Ghostbusters three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and was adamant about it unless he was going to be a ghost or he was like, he was not going to come back. Which is a great idea.
1: Do that. Everybody. Whatever.
2: We don't, I don't know if I can say this, but I think I read that version for someone.
1: Okay. I mean, that was a, did Dan write that, write that version? Yes. Okay.
2: I think I, but that was not at all the version that was made at all. What was made was a totally different one Mm -hmm. than I read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was sad, of course. Very sad that uh, I wanted to see more of Han and Leia together. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have seen Han and Luke together. Um, Yeah, the lack of Mark
1: Hamill kind of it's tough. I get why
2: I get why they did that reveal at the end, but I I just I feel like I've missed out on those buds getting back together.
1: I think it's just too much charisma for one screen, maybe because you have to get the new guys in. It's true. It's true.
2: Yeah, and they're. And they're good. The new guys are good. I'm happy with I'm happy with all of them. Um, happy with their performances. I like the way the characters are written, and I like how they have developed them as actors. And yes. I like the directing style. I mean, the whole thing. I was very uh, pleased with it. I, of course, and I know it's not the case, but I was hoping that Ray and Kylo Ren were brother and sister, because I love a good sibling, you know, lightsaber
1: fight. Yeah, there's speculation that that was going to be the the thing, but the decision I think was they made missed,
2: that I think they missed uh a big opportunity.
1: Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. It's the same thing with the Anakin Obi-Wan love triangle with with Natalie. Right. I mean, it's just like, uh, how do you not have it in there, you know?
2: I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I uh I know that's not the case this movie gave me hope that that was the case um, mm-hmm. and even the second one um, you know the last the last Jedi gave me that hope
1: okay let's get into that I mean now we finally get some Luke time how are you feeling it about
2: was, it? mm, it's a it's a middle film mm-hmm. it's no Empire Strikes Back Mm-mm. Um, it went on too long.
1: It's a little sloppy. I mean, it's, and I love it's it. It's sloppy. It's great. Uh,
2: I mean, it's fat. the visuals, are, this is how I feel. The visuals mm-hmm. are great, but I also feel like they sacrifice the story and the tightness of the story to get in these cool visuals, which then reminded me of the bad ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're
2: unnecessarily doing stuff. So for example, I've got, you know, uh point one, lots going on in general. They're all over the map. Yes. They're all over the map literally in the galaxy mm-hmm. there was like, did we need that much time on the planet with the casino and the racing creatures?
1: No, we did not.
2: No, we did not. It's like, the, I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh, we're back to pod racing. That's okay. That's that where is we're the at. Pod I mean, race of that
1: movie is them racing around is. on those, uh, horses, those horse
2: Yes. And, uh, but there's, there's none of that in The Force Awakens. It was tight. It was good. I was yeah. there. I wanted more. I wanted more. I left wanting more. This one, I was like, when is it over? It's not, yeah. oh, I've got 20 more minutes yeah. of this movie. Yeah, that That's not how you want to leave your audience.
1: Yeah, and they shoot themselves in the foot right out the gate by having it pick up almost exactly where they leave off so none of the characters have time to grow or develop or anything like that so it's not like their
2: relationships
1: or have really yeah exactly I mean when you go to Hoth in Empire you know that those they've characters been have doing spent this for years while. together yeah right
2: yes exactly they've been they've been doing this whole rebel thing for at least a, a two year period
1: yeah. And that's why it's um, cool to, to join them again, to be like, oh, all yeah. right now we're with the group.
2: Yes. Um, so I feel like this is not a buddy film. I was expecting you. the, the first one sets you up for a buddy film. Mm-hmm. And that's totally not what this is. It's not because it, even Empire Strikes Back, even with Luke having his own journey in that within that movie, it's still a buddy film.
1: Yeah, you at least have, I mean, again, the knowledge of these guys have spent time together in between yeah. movies, and then you have, I mean, just that scene where he is in the hospital bed, and they're all around him, and she kisses him and everything, like, that's enough, like, you understand the dynamics of that yes. trio, you know, that friendship. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's all you need, and that carries the rest of the movie, and and is enough to explain why he feels so compelled to go after them to, to go save back. them. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, so one of the times I thought that it should have ended was after uh, Snoke was killed.
1: Uh huh. Yes.
2: But I also want to know—I'm just curious—if the Emperor is killed, why do the Red Guards keep fighting, except for just to have a cool? S- Fight scene that should have happened with Snoke, but oh, didn't. So point. then, all of a sudden, and I get now we've got Kylo Ren and and Rey fighting together against these guys. But what what stake do the Red Guards have in any of this if their Emperor is dead? <laughs> should not it just point. automatic? Shouldn't just it just automatically defer to Kylo Ren?
1: Yeah, or just drop your 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 weapons and just be like, all right, I'm out of here. I'll see you later. Yeah, what
2: what skin do they have in the game to keep fighting? I don't understand. Yeah,
1: that's a great point. I mean, let's uh, I guess okay. So the uh, so that's fans what ex- I
2: mean. The, f- fanatics, the visuals. I guess.
1: Yeah, right, right. Visuals
2: right. though, they're sacrificing the story and and the story making sense for some of these visuals. So we like, have, have, have that moment. And I'm Laura like, this Dern,
1: Laura Dern flying the spaceship through the big spaceship. Like, yeah. well, we got to have somebody do it because we want to see this, but it can't be Carrie. So we have to make a new Carrie.
2: And we're going to make it Laura Dern.
1: And we'll, yeah, right. I mean, and it's again, no knock on Laura Dern. Laura Dern's amazing, but that character yeah. doesn't need to. I don't Me buy either. that character.
2: I don't buy that character at all in the least bit. I, I also don't. As much as I like the visual of the salt planet, that when they, you know, step on it is red underneath. Yeah. I didn't need that fight sequence at all. I didn't need any of that.
1: The, uh, really? You didn't, even when Luke shows up, you're fine? Yeah, it's cool
2: when Luke shows up, but like, I don't need any of that. at at that stage of me watching it, and I'm watching it, obviously, in order in a five-day period, that I'm kind of like, this is not a tight movie. They were not decisive enough about what should be in and what should be out. And that is sort of like, as an audience member, I was getting tired. I mean, I was like, I can't, we got 20 more minutes of this movie to get through. Um, So I think if they had made choices, that ending scene would have been more powerful. Agreed. Uh, you know, I, I'm very um,
1: curious about the fact that this is the critic's favorite. Like, there's a real schism amongst uh, people who watch these things and give a shit uh, as far as like, do you love that movie or do you hate it? and It's like, well, I mean, I, I still really love it, but I also think that it could be better, and I think it's
2: yeah. And I and I haven't even talked about Luke yet. I I yeah. uh kind of don't like that whole part.
1: His, um, starting with him throwing the lightsaber over the shoulder, like that, that whole thing, his, I mean, his, reluctance. Fine, but like,
2: his reluctance, yes, I don't like that at all. Um, it seems all of a sudden we're back to whiny Luke, not like, and I get why I understand the backstory, yeah, I, yeah. T- I get it. Um, the scene with the sea cow animal,
1: <laughs> Yeah. why? You didn't like it? Ah, oh, I loved it. Why? Because uh, I like the uh the smugness of it. The yeah, follow me around. This is what I'm doing with my life. I'm sucking on the sea cow titty. Check it out. I mean,
2: I'm getting I get this big it. old it fish. Just, it that scene seemed to go on that whole like segment, not scene, but segment seemed to go on for a really long time where I'm kind of like, Can we
1: you know. Uh I, yeah, I'm okay with it. Give me more Luke. Give me more Luke and Ray. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I would that. like
2: more Luke training Ray.
1: Uh yes. Agreed.
2: I would we'll, like less of Luke leaving her on her own to mind connect with Kylo Ren and to actually be involved in her training. Not just y- at the very end.
1: Yeah. That is unusual, all of that. I don't know. Understood. I'm okay with it. I understand where you're coming from, though, because it's it's not well, what you like expected she, from Luke. You know.
2: If she's so powerful, she still needs someone to help her rein it in.
1: Right. Reign um, it in.
2: Reign it in. So yeah, I mean, I just, I guess, I it would left me wanting more. Luke's guy. I, I want. I wanted more Luke.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I didn't get enough.
1: How do you feel about? Rose Chico and Finn and all of that.
2: Um, well, they had the pod racing scene of, or, or segment. <laughs> right, they were of this on this that movie, casino planet so, forever. They um, yeah, were on too long. Um, I, I did really like that character storyline with her sister.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: So I felt like that was all very tight in the beginning and then we started just like unraveling halfway through the movie was how it felt. Mm-hmm. There's too much going on. Too many storylines. We've got Luke coming back in. We're all over the galaxy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: we like it was. I was to a point where I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry, Laura Dern. Wait, I'm. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> like Dern. it was very
1: Princess Leia's flying through space. What is going on here?
2: Yeah, I just got. I got very confused. I was like, "Why? Yeah. Wow, I'm going to." watch this again, and I'm like, God, I haven't had that much wine. It's not like I'm drunk right now, so why is,
1: <laughs> it's this, why busy, is yeah. this
2: so confusing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like it started out very tight, mm-hmm. and then it just unraveled.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think they just needed another pass on the script, or maybe hand it over to an extra editor for uh, just one last cut of uh, that yeah. third act. Yeah. Tighten it up a little bit. I mean, it's the longest of all these movies, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, it's, it goes beyond, and this is a fault of most movies. It's just keep it, you know, two hours, man. That's all you need.
2: Well, and if I'm sitting at home in my pajamas in front of a roaring fire with a glass of wine with curled up with my dog and I still feel like it's long.
0: Yeah. Right. We
2: got a problem. (laughs) It's not like I was sitting in a theater and I did see this one in the theater and it's not like I was sitting in a theater with like my empty popcorn and I'm like, I'm out of my snacks
0: mm-hmm.
2: halfway through this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at home with access to my kitchen and still feeling like, when is, God, when is this over?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. So going into watching this final one, what do you need resolved? What are your questions? What do you want to see happen?
2: um well so obviously i'm going to be heading into this knowing knowing what i think everyone else is sort of know and i've really tried to not engage in reading about it or or like you know whenever
1: yeah what do you know like what
2: i know that um that ray is a palpatine descendant i'm aware of that okay okay yeah um i am obviously that carrie fisher Passed away. So right. that's going to automatically make it a very different film. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting they're going to resolve the Princess Leia storyline with some kind of death. I don't mm-hmm. know how. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see, obviously, how the Kylo Ren Rey stuff resolves.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: if they're not brother and sister, then are they just going to make out?
1: There's certainly a part of the fan base who likes that idea
2: is there gonna be a really like hot love scene that I'm that I'm embarking upon? Who knows? Oh, it's Star Wars probably not.
0: Um Maybe you're about so to watch
1: the sexiest Star Wars ever. ever Wouldn't that be a twist it? of just like, oh man, this is just oh, Melrose no. place. I mean, but
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's the Melrose dark space. and the light. Let's let <laughs> Melrose space. <laughs> 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 so needless to say, obviously I know those things going into it. Um, I'm curious to see how they bring everyone back together. For the third one to be so undecidedly not a buddy film. Or I should say decidedly not a buddy film. I did not feel like it was a buddy film.
1: The third one? The, or the last one? The, the last one, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yep, yep.
2: It, nothing about the middle one of these three gives me the warm fuzzies.
1: Probably... By design because it's the supposed to be the dark middle chapter but even empire at least had the romance right yes and you don't get that there's, there's no no romance. no romance in the galaxy nobody's getting anything
2: yeah and they're got so much going on no one's got time for romance
1: yeah but even it's under those circumstances when when the most romance should be blossoming right like we're going right. through this rebellion to this revolution right. together Let's right. uh, li- like, I almost died today. Let's uh, come back to my bunk with yes, me. Let's life go.
2: affirming sex should be happening. Yeah, right. F- exactly. no, there's none of that.
1: Why are we doing of any of this? <laughs> uh,
2: so, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I, I'm curious to see, and I guess what I want answered is sort of, and I, and I, from what I understand people are still disappointed on the whole Palpatine connection and how that I, so I'm now expecting to not even get an explanation in this movie, which Fine,
1: we're gonna talk about it. Uh, like, tomorrow. we're gonna talk about we'll it. Get really tomorrow. into it. I'm, I'm looking um, forward to it.
2: I am, you know, interested to see how Poe develops. Um, mm-hmm. how thin, mm-hmm. how I'm sorry, what is his partner? The, the Rose Rose. Yes, sorry, mm-hmm. I was gonna. Mm-hmm. I knew she was a flower, but I was like, it's not Violet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rose. yeah, Lily. Um,
2: which is such a plebeian earthly name for a Star Wars character.
1: Yeah, they do that sometimes in a way that I'm not...
2: Like Entirely who makes happy that decision about, about if it's a spacey name or if it's a earthly, I don't
1: know. Yeah. or yeah. well, they'll reference like something. They did this on Mandalorian. The other it was one of these recent episodes where they talked about, I think, I don't remember exactly, but it was something about like talking about a dog or whatever. It's like dog dogs, dogs in space dogs? Call it dogs makeup. Space? It was something like that. I don't know if it was actually a dog yeah. but
0: something yeah. totally so- pedan- or something
1: totally pedestrian
2: I'm interested to see how those three develop and obviously what happens with uh, Kylo Ren and Rey and mm-hmm. how they're gonna knock off Princess Leia at this point. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And if the light is gonna overtake the dark or is there some other version of the force where it's just, you you have both and raise the chosen one.
1: Do you have any, I mean, that's a great list of, of things that you need Do you have any speculation, like do you have anything where you think something is gonna happen?
2: I really want them to be brother and sister, so I'm already just going into this one angry. (laughs)
1: I'm already
2: going into this one like, you didn't give me what I wanted as a fan.
1: Right, right.
2: Um, And I'm also, now that we no longer, in terms of characters, Han is dead, Luke has, moved on to the be one with the Force, and Leia, we know, is going, because, you know, yeah. Gary Fish is not with us anymore, right. So right. now that our original three are, our original three buddies, like, I guess it's just, like, part of me is just expecting to be sad.
1: Interesting. Okay.
2: And are disappointed.
1: Okay. I mean I, w- I will say just from a, a basic like Star Wars rule book
0: mm-hmm.
1: everybody lives for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
0: uh, yeah.
1: it maybe in in a in a different type of movie um, in most movies like maybe one of the three the big three would die and it would make it add some weight yeah. or whatever but like George doesn't never has never played that way. I th- I guess to his credit because it is the right choice for these movies to have every to have the gang be back together, you know.
2: But I guess I'm going into this last one feeling like the gang is not the gang because, like they you said, they spent the
1: whole second movie. I mean, she doesn't around. meet Poe till the till the last scene, right? Isn't that
2: yes, exactly? Which is so fucking I, I, crazy. I which is to me where I feel like we're missing out on the. True buddy aspect of these films because yeah. Poe, who's a central character, and I like him a lot, and he's interacted with Rose and Finn, doesn't meet Ray at all. I want to be like, just you two get together, then you two make out.
1: Yeah, somebody but needs to be making out.
2: Somebody needs there needs there's no love story in these.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh... I
2: feel like they they teased it in the first one with Finn. You know, constantly kind of chasing after Ray mm-hmm. and Ray going to save Finn in that whole lightsaber battle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that's all just dropped in the second one. Like we're not we're not revisiting that at all.
1: Yeah, it's a strange choice. Yeah,
2: so uh-huh. I guess I guess I'm coming out of this second one um, a little tired, uh, a little disappointed. Okay, great. Um, yep. And like, the second one is uh, speaks to me in a 2020, I'm a little tired. Um, I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) Uh Uh And, um, I basically just going, Oh, what are you going to do now? (laughs) (laughs) What now? Really?
1: (laughs) We're at the point now where we got to go check it out. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this because you know you're not alone in wondering these things and having these same questions and issues you and know, I, I don't lo- know
2: if my lackadaisical approach to this and just already anticipating being more disappointed mm-hmm. is coming from the fact that one I, a whole year has gone by and I haven't right. watched this movie yeah. um, and within that year it's also been the pandemic where like just shit just keeps happening yeah I'm basically
1: like, you got just, COVID. <laughs>
2: I, I got COVID. Um, yeah. I'm basically just going to be like, uh, all right, you know. Right. But yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> this is all a lot right now. We
2: can uh, seal this portal if you want to and uh, go watch this and then wham, be back with some new reactions.
1: Yeah, sounds good. So all I right, will
2: wow. ask you, though, before, but hold
0: on, before. Yeah, we okay, do that, yeah.
2: Since so as you asked me what my what I want answered and what mm-hmm. my uh, expectations are, mm-hmm. which don't sound very enticing, what do you think my reaction is going to be?
1: I mean, that, that's the ultimate question, uh, and I'm really not sure because it's so polarizing, as are seemingly uh, all things in this day and age. <laughs> you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I think. I think Now this is
2: one that JJ Abrams comes back to direct.
1: JJ's back. Comes back to steer the ship. It's the re- the reaction is split, I think.
2: Alright. Is it split because everyone was like, No, they need to be brother and sister?
1: We're gonna talk about it.
2: Alright. Okay. Alright.
1: But I I've I've had some time to think about it. I'm curious to watch it again myself, having thought more about it, to see what Holds water and what does not in some of these arguments because there are a lot of arguments about it. So. I'm going to
2: be curious to see what holds up for you.
1: Yeah. That being said, I'm very excited to go watch this movie again.
2: Me too.
0: So for the first time.
1: let's let's log off the hologram and let's go check it out. And we will let's be back it. with our beautiful audience uh, the next day. I guess we'll we'll put out the the next part and they can get your feedback. You, the last person on the planet. To, <laughs> to
2: see the rise who, of
1: Who likes this stuff? Who has not seen it? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Who <laughs> likes it enough to complain about costumes and hair choices yeah. and plot choices, uh, and still has not seen this movie?
1: Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm really excited. I I'm not going to say anything more. I want to, but I'm not going to. And right. I just want your your reaction tomorrow. I can't wait. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to say.
1: May the force be with you. Yeah, and and with you. Strap in, you know?
2: Yeah, till tomorrow.
1: <laughs> it's a ride. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and Wookiees, and Jawas, and Ewoks, and Twi'leks, and Banthas, and Poodoos, and, and Bantha Poodoos, and Tauntauns, of course. We'll catch you tomorrow with the exciting conclusion to My Space Sibling Carolyn Watches Rise of Skywalker. Episode 2 about Episode (laughs) 9.